Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 27th of June to the 3rd of July 2022. Monday the 27th of June. It is a mixed day beginning with bright sun and wind. By midday, huge ceilings of dark clouds loom overhead. They bring a small spatter of rain, but not much to dampen the ground. But the smell of wet grass and pollen are thick and tangible. Starlings and sparrows compete with bickering at the feeder. Not joining in, Robin peacefully potters about below, feeding hopping on long spindly legs. We have a blackbird with a white face, a strange look, rather like a masquerade mask. Mid-afternoon and the wind swells and throws the weight of strong gusts around. Many birds fly into the safety of the cotoneaster tree, its branches thick and laden with leaves and splays of flower provide shelter and sustenance. This time of year, much is in the peak of growth. Giant willow herb stands a head taller than me. Sow thistle is easily six foot tall. Bramble shoots out limbs of long spiny legs in huge distances each day. Blink and it grows further still. Thick clouds and bright sun keep rolling over in waves. Ebb and flow, crash of one then draw of the other. Rain falls in between. Tuesday the 28th of June. The day is overcast and pressure hangs as heavy as the pollen is thick. Many blue tits come to the feeder. Families of the matter time dive in and out of cover from the cotoneaster back and forth. Beneath, baby sparrows are fed by diligent parents. Rudbeckia shows signs that they will flower soon. A hoverfly sits on a bright neon pink geranium, black and yellow stripes looking tropical against the bold colour. Feverview has cropped up in a gap between a dogwood, fuchsia and berberus. Its clump of small daisy-like flowers sitting a foot above ground and sheltered among the larger shrubs. Sun breaks through in bursts in the afternoon, Strong winds pushing it in and out of cloud. Raspberries are beginning to turn red and I suspect are being eaten by the blackbirds before I get to them. I sit in the overgrown wild area by the pond. In a patch of late afternoon sun and sheltered largely from the wind, it is warm. A bee with a long white tail lands on the open green leaf of creeping cinquefoil. It washes, then rests in the sunshine, low enough to the ground to not be knocked by the wind. Beautiful, delicate, soft purple and green grasses sway and tickle the back of my neck, graceful long stems bent forward in deep bows. The wind swells. Insects are whirled into haphazard flight.
Wednesday the 29th of June. The wren is shouting again from the tree line. Such a small bird and so full of displeased annoyance. Cleavers hold dominion with the spread of their tiny Velcro seeds that stick to all and end up everywhere. They are as prevalent as the pollen beetles that cover everything that doesn't move for a mere moment or two. A tiny bumblebee lands on my leg for a wash and a nap. I feel privileged to be a safe place for such. These tiny, furry, winged bears that we shout out love for are so delicate and I feel the enormity of our role to look after them. I sit and let this one sleep on the folds of my denim. Swifts scream above in clouded skies and a buzzard cries. At mum's, all of the honeybees are busily and hungrily working away at the passion flowers. The tropical petals of purple, white and green are massed along a fence, falling and spilling over the top in a waterfall of foliage and flower. Raspberries and white currants are picked and eaten straight from stem to mouth. It is hazy and heavy again. Sitting out in the garden at home in late afternoon, my skin is tickled by thunderflies. Cloud and heavy weather keep insects low and to step outside is to be surrounded by myriad, minuscule bodies. There is a strange quality to the sound in this atmosphere. 9pm. Light. There are the gentle sounds of settling. Bird feather rustle in bough. Creak of branch. The paper clap and rustle of the neighbours homing pigeons coming into roost. Blackbird cluck. And song thrush sings nighttime lullabies. A bee sleeps on a bean flower. A light rain starts to fall. Thursday the 30th of June. The sky is soft from layer upon layer of rippled and cushioning white clouds. Baby sparrows still demand to be fed, a comical sight sat in amongst the seed and begging open mouth to waiting parents. Creeping cinquefoil has taken over the area by the pond, its eponymous name apt and prescient. It has become a carpet of thin vines and serrated edged leaves. Tiny pink flowers have opened on the giant willow herb. They are ridiculously small compared to the towering height of the rest of the plant. In the allotment, vegetables are swelling and growing, climbing and spreading, all miracles of shape, taste and form, born of tiny seeds. As always, Robin stays close by when I am out in the garden, following my route and staying near while I sit. At the front of the house, the stone drive is a mini nature reserve. To some, perhaps a mess, but in reality, a glorious natural home. Wild sweet peas, thistles, toad flax, oxeye daisies, dock, cat's ear, dandelion, ribwort plantain and many more. Saying their names is an invocation of life. Friday the 1st of July. The river sits fat and full and with a constant ripple blowing across the surface, distorting the reflections of trees and clouds above. Blue demoiselles skim the water in groups, 
blue velvet confetti flitting, twisting in excited flight. Trees dapple leaf shadows. A moorhen moves quickly across the water, sending wavelets rippling away from its body. Busy, it seems, to pull itself forward with a nodding of the head. Walking home, long grasses whip at my bare ankles. For a while, I am between a field of wheat on one side and a field of barley on the other. Barley has grown its beard much longer and appears softer for doing so. Red poppies nestle in amongst the crops, bright buttons of colour in the gold. Other fields have been cut and lie flat with huge bales grazing on the newly opened surface. The soft yellows of these large cylinders sit beautifully between pale blue skies and gentle green. Saturday the 2nd of July The day is made of bursts of sunshine and gusts of wind. It is a perfect drying day. At the top of a hawthorn, a linnet sings, a blush on breast and a complicated fluting song. The ends of teasel spines halo in a purple haze. Soft at this early stage and bright green, they will harden with time, but for now they feel like fur on a wild animal. Bumblebees come to the newly opened flowers on French beans whereas honeybees prefer the globed heads of clover in the lawn. A fluffy young blue tit is in the slim and wavering branches of the eucalyptus tree directly above my head. It chirrups in a soft manner, then flies to the cherry tree. It doesn't seem to mind my presence. There is a large rustling of leaves that are shaken by winds that whip in gusts and changing directions. But it is still warm hot even when in the sun and sheltered. The drone and hum of bees is ever-present and lulling. Sunday the 3rd of July. For the first time in a long time, it is still. The wind does not blow, and it seems almost an unnatural thing to have the silence and lack of movement. It is strangely unnerving for its relative rareness. Golden hour touches magic upon all the colours and they are vivid at this moment. Dark purple salvia, light lavender, bright yellow rose and deep rebecca, neon pink geranium and dianthus. The borders burst in a kaleidoscope of what should be clashing hues but nature somehow harmonises all tones. But the lawn turns to yellow the land is dry and cries out for good rain. Jackdaws fly over in a rippled sky of soft clouds. In the field opposite, Sweetcorn stands tall and glossy-leaved. From and through the hedge, wild sweet peas crawl and climb, bringing huge blooms of pink and purple on thick stems. The wild things grow so strongly and they are what call the rest of nature to them. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire, or follow more of my works by visiting my website, jenny-may.com.